The hour of seven having arrived, I'm going to call the meeting to order. The clerk will call the roll. Nelson. Here. Nelson. Here. Peters. Here. Peters here. Ratcliffe. Here. Ratcliffe here. Rip. Here. Rip here. Rit. Rit absent. Rusk. Here. Rusk here. Saloff. Saloff absent. Shower. Here. Shower here. Schwellenbach. Here. Schwellenbach here. Stubbs. Stubbs absent. Veldrin. Here. Belgian here, Wegleitner. Here. Wegleitner here, Young. Here. Young here, Baird. Here. Baird here, Bollig. Here. Bollig here, Buckingham. Buckingham absent. Chavla. Here. Chavla here, Chenoweth. Here. Chenoweth here, Clausius. Here. Clausius here, Danner. Danner absent, Downing. Downing absent, Iker. Iker here, Erickson. Here. Erickson here, Nguyen Hilfiger. Nguyen Hilfiger here, Jones. Jones here, Kiefer. Here. Kiefer here, Kilmer. Here. Kilmer here, Canole. Here. Canole here, Krause. Krause absent, Kuhn. Kuhn absent, Levin. Here. Levin here, McCarville. Here. McCarville here, Miles. Here. Miles here, Corrigan. Here. Corrigan here. We have a quorum of the board present. Um, Supervisors Danner, Saloff, and Stubbs had indicated that they wouldn't be able to join us this evening. Um, tonight we have our prayer inspirational message led by Supervisor Nelson. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, as I was thinking about what my topic should be, I realized that here I am in my sixth year on the board and I haven't used libraries as a topic for my inspiration. So. I thought I should take care of that this evening. Actually, it would have been uh, very timely to have done this at our last meeting, which fell uh, during National Library Week. Uh, and the theme was a pretty good one this year, libraries equal strong communities. Um, so anyway, in, uh, in my teaching and research, I've used uh, a book on public libraries that has a chapter called Brahmins, uh, Bequests, and, De and Determined Women. And it's, uh, the chapter is basically uh, a summary of the history of public library development in the United States in the second half of the 19th century. Uh, Brahmins refers to uh, the founding of the Boston Public Library in 1854, which wasn't the first public library, but it was the first publicly funded library in a large city and really set the tone for other cities to follow. Uh, the bequests came later in that time period, uh, a reference to Andrew Carnegie's philanthropy, which resulted in the construction of, I think, about 2,000 libraries uh, nationwide. Just the construction. He didn't pay for the operation, which I think was actually the way to go, the only way to go. And then the uh, last item, the term in women, is... Probably a very, well, not probably, it is a very much overlooked uh, and underappreciated aspect of public library development. And I have an example to share with you of, uh, of a, a determined woman in, in Wisconsin library history. Uh, at last fall's uh, Wisconsin Library Association conference at the awards and honors reception, 
we inducted uh, five new members into the Wisconsin Library Hall of Fame. Yeah, yes, there is such a thing. Uh, and one of them is a woman named uh, Lucy Smith, uh, Lucy, Lucy Smith Morris. Uh, she was born in 1850. She lived most of her life in Berlin. But in the late, or the uh, mid-1890s, uh, she organized, if not most, if not all, of the local women's club into a statewide organization, the Wisconsin Federation of Women's Clubs. And at their first meeting, uh, they decided that their project would be uh, the establishment of public libraries. And a year later, you know how many libraries they established? 100. That's pretty determined. Uh, so, and uh, Lucy went on to actually be president of the Wisconsin Library Association during, uh, during its first decade of operation. The 1890s was a really quite uh, a bubbling development time for, for public libraries in this state. Uh, and then she also went on to be appointed to the Wisconsin Free Library Commission. Uh, which you could call a forerunner of the library division within uh, the Department of Public Instruction. And uh, her, her vision and her, um, her inspiration continued into the 20th century. For example, in 1926, uh, the women's club in Middleton got permission of the owner of the Burmeister Cruz department store, which is now Villa Dolce, which has really great pizza, by the way, on Parmenter and Hubbard, uh, to put two shelves of books in that store. I guess you could sort of call it a really early a variation of the Little Free Library. And this little seed eventually developed into uh, a public library where I'm proud to say I spent uh, the best 22 years of my professional life. Uh, so I want to leave you with two numbers. Uh, the first is 464. Uh, that's the number of public library locations in the state of Wisconsin. That includes main libraries, branches, and the, probably the eight or ten bookmobiles that are still in operation. Uh, the other number is 285, and that's the number of McDonald's in the state of Wisconsin. So to me, that's a very gratifying imbalance, and I will be the first to say that I think uh, the vision and determination of Lucy Smith, uh, on her last, Lucy, anyway, Lucy uh, is, uh, you know, she deserves a lot of the credit for this. And with that, please join me in the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you, Supervisor Nelson. Um, uh, first on our agenda, under special matters and announcements, we have a resolution recognizing the Rainbow Project's commitment to child abuse prevention and awareness. And Supervisor Eicher is going to be reading that. And you're welcome to come up and join. Uh, so this is resolution 2019, resolution 23, recognizing the Rainbow Project's commitment to child abuse prevention and awareness. 
Uh, whereas in 2018, Dane County had 6,200 reports made to Child Protective Services for child maltreatment, and of those substantiated cases, 55% were neglect, 28% sexual abuse, and 16% were physical abuse. And whereas our children are our most valuable resources and will shape the future of Dane County, at the same time, child abuse and neglect affects every segment of our community, and finding solutions requires input and action from everyone in our community. And whereas child abuse can have long-term psychological, emotional, and physical effects that have lasting consequences for victims of abuse. Dane County has long partnered with the Rainbow Project to work with children and families to both prevent and treat abuse. And whereas while nationally, April was Child Abuse Prevention and Awareness Month, Dane County recognizes the ongoing continual need to increase awareness about child abuse and promote the social and emotional well-being of children and families in a safe, stable, supportive environment. Now, therefore, be it resolved that the Dane County Board of Supervisors recognizes the Rainbow Project and its staff for their commitment to prevention and awareness of child abuse. Be it further resolved that the Dane County Board encourages the community to continue to work to ensure a safe, stable, and supportive environment for all children and families. And be it finally resolved that a copy of this resolution be presented to members of the Dane County Coordinated Community Response Task Force on Child Abuse and Neglect, and also Cheryl Cotto, Chair of the Task Force and Director of the Rainbow Project, in recognition of their role in improving the quality of life for children and families in Dane County. Move, moved by Supervisor Eicher, seconded by Supervisor Baird. All those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and the resolution is approved. You wanted to make a uh, Just quickly, thank you very much. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to say that actually we are accepting this in recognition of all the agencies under the child abuse um, coordinated response. Um, we have been working for a full year, and so I do have a copy of our new and improved mapping for the whole year of a new structure that coordinates, because unlike other areas, uh, child abuse is something that is shared in terms of contributions from so many different agencies in our community, including all of you, and we appreciate that. National Academy of Sciences says for every dollar we spend, we're saving $28. So yes, there are nearly 700,000 children uh, who have been abused, and our small agency worked last year with 1,500, and over the past 39 years um, with over 13,000 children. So I'm hoping <clears throat> that we will remember Child Abuse Prevention Month every single day, and in talking about um, the jail, I would know that um, Sheriff Mahoney would agree that the more we're investing, the less we're going to be needing uh, jails when we talk about trauma and mental health uh, for the young ones. The other handout I have is for 100 Ways to Praise Children, that you can remember that every day um, in trying to think about how we can really prevent this. Um, it is unfortunate. We see it every day. Um, it is tragic, and the harm is intense. But we also witness every day, uh, including a child who I just actually is now a woman, 
uh, who has uh, survived at four to sexual assaults, neglect, domestic, uh, domestic violence exposure, and child abuse. And she graduated from graduate school, is a speech therapist uh, in inner city Chicago. And she is also a coach for sixth graders and is the all uh, African-American team that has now gone to state. And so we know that this works and want to share that with you, those successes, as well as the pain that is there. So thank you very much. Thank you. Next, we have announcements. Are there any announcements this evening? Supervisor Ratcliffe. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I just wanted to announce that uh, at the next meeting, there'll be a potluck um, after the board meeting because we're meeting at the highway or the East Highway Garage. Um, I sent out an email yesterday with a sign up that I hope that you can all respond to Lauren with your whatever you're going to bring. The theme is Wisconsin hot dishes. So, so get out your uh, family book, your family recipe book and whip up those hot dishes. Um, and I've been told that it'll be a short agenda next, next uh, meeting. So hopefully we'll be able to eat quickly after that. So thank you. Thank you, Supervisor. Next up, Supervisor Shower. Thank you, Madam Chair. I'd just like to thank my colleagues for the nice card and um, for the wedding, Leo, and I appreciate it. Thank you all. Supervisor Baird. Thank you, Madam Chair. I sent out an email to everyone earlier today. I just wanted to repeat it uh, quickly. Um, YWCA Madison's Women of Distinction Leadership Awards is coming up, and two of our uh, esteemed county board uh, county leaders are being honored this year, Supervisor of Representative Sheila Stubbs and uh, former Human Services Director Lynn Green. Um, I had the good fortune to uh, nominate both of them, but I nominated them with so much help. So please uh, join me in thanking Supervisor Corrigan and Karen uh, Peterson Thurlow and Supervisor Eicher, Supervisor Kuhn, and former uh, County Executive Kathleen Falk. All of them were fundamental in putting these applications together. Um, and so if you would like to join in this celebration of honoring both of them, uh, and many other fabulous women. Uh, it's on Thursday, May 30th. We're putting together a table. Um, respond to the email or come talk to me. We hope you can join us. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Baird, and thank you for your work on that. Supervisor Wegleitner. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I just wanted to make sure everybody knew that we now have professional soccer in Madison and um, in District 2 playing at Bree Stevens, Forward Madison FC. As a retired soccer player um, and coach, I'm really excited about this in my district. And I know um, County Clark's a big fan. If you visit his office, you can check out some of the swag there. But um, And we will uh, uh, check out the schedule online. I know there's another home game coming up this Saturday. So anyway, um, just want to make sure you knew about that and in case you want to catch some games. Thanks. Thanks, Supervisor Wegler. Wegleitner. Supervisor Chenoweth. Thank you, Madam Chair. I'd just like to add... Uh, in addition to our potluck dinner, which is graciously being hosted by the, um, uh, at the East uh, Parking Garage, uh, May is always a, a special month for our community in, in Stoughton. Uh, set the My Starts, 
It's just uh, I want to invite everybody to come down after the potluck. It's just a short drive to Stoughton if you, it, to start the celebration and, and, and follow up uh, with uh, the big plans to follow up uh, for Saturday and Sunday for the celebrations and the parades. And hopefully everybody has made plans to walk the <laughs> walk the uh, Santa Maria run walk uh, from the capital down to Stoughton. But please uh, uh, consider uh, coming down and visiting our community during that weekend and, and, uh, and hope to see everybody. Thanks, Supervisor Channel. It's just a short 17 mile stroll down there. <laughs> no problem. You <laughs> <laughs> know. I've been there. Um, so, other, any other announcements? Um, seeing none, I just want to mention the um, birthdays for the month. We have one birthday. Supervisor McCarville is celebrating on the 21st. So, happy birthday to her. Um, next, I wanted to mention there should be an envelope being passed around for the flower fund. We've had many things to celebrate and to and condolences to give, and we um, try to keep that fund up so that we're able to send flowers on behalf of the board. So um, if you could throw a few dollars in there, that would help us be able to do that. Um, next on the agenda um, is approval of payments. Bills over $10,000 referred to the county board. Is there a motion? Moved by Miles, seconded by Chenoweth. Is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and the um, bills are approved. Under claims recommended for denial, we have claims D1 to D3. Um, what's before us is the, um, we need a motion on this, but we've got the recommendation for denial on all three of those. Um, Supervisor Rusk moves, seconded by Supervisor Nelson. Um, is there discussion on denial of claims D1 to D3? Seeing none, all those in favor of denial say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and the claims are denied. Under E, approval of the minutes of the April 11th county board meeting. Is there a motion? Moved by McCarville, seconded by Shower. Is there discussion or additions or corrections on those minutes? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and those minutes are approved. Under F, the consent calendar, we have one item, um, which is establishing the Dane County 2020 Census Complete Count Committee. What's before us is the land and Zoning and Land Regulation Committee's recommendation for, um, for approval. Is there discussion on Resolution 627? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 627 is approved. Under H, reports on zoning petitions, we have H1 to H3. What's before us is the recommendation of the committee. Are there any requests for separation on items H1 to H3? Seeing none, um, we, we, as I said, what before, what's before us is the committee recommendation on those three petitions. Um, is there discussion? All the, seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and the committee recommendation is approved on items H1 to H3. Under J, award of contracts, we have award um, resolution 586, award of the contract for RFP 118062, offtake of RNG from landfill biogas for transportation fuel. What's before us is the Public Works and Transportation Committee's recommendation for approval. Is there discussion on resolution 586? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. 
Opposed say no. The ayes have it. And Resolution 586 is approved. Resolution 648, Award of Contract for Shop Building Redesign. What's before us is the Public Works and Transportation Committee's recommendation for approval. So discussion on Resolution 648. Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 648 is approved. Resolution 658, Award of Contract for Avery um, Skylight Panel Replacement. What's before us is the Public Works and Transportation Committee's recommendation for approval. Is there discussion on Resolution 658? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 658 is approved. Under uh, Resolution 661, Award of Contract for Perimeter Gas Mitigation System at the Dane County Landfill, Site Number 1. What's before us is the Public Works and Transportation Committee's recommendation for approval. Is there discussion on Resolution 661? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 661 is approved. Resolution 582, authorizing a purchase of service agreement with Operation Fresh Start, Inc. What's before us is the Environment, Agricultural, and Natural Resources Committee's recommendation for approval. Is there a discussion on Resolution 582? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 582 is approved. Resolution 587, approving agreements and purchases supporting an affordable housing project at 7945 Tree Lane in the City of Madison. What's before us is the Personnel and Finance Committee's recommendation for approval. Is there discussion on Resolution 587? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 587 is approved. Resolution 623, Dane County Conservation Fund Grant Award to the Prairie Enthusiasts, Wilkin. Um, what is before us is the Environment, Agricultural, and Natural Resources Committee's recommendation for approval. Is there discussion on Resolution 623? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 623 is approved. Resolution 624, Dane County Conservation Fund Grant Award to Groundswell Conservancy, O'Malley. The, um, what's before us is the Environment, Agricultural, and Natural Resources Committee's recommendation for approval. So discussion on Resolution 624. Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 624 is approved. Resolution 665, authorizing the county executive to sign an Edward Byrne Memorial Justice Assistant Grant um, Assistance Grant Memorandum of Understanding with the City of Madison annually in order to expedite annual JAG grant applications. What's before us is the Public Protection and Judiciary Committee's recommendation for approval. Is there discussion on Resolution 665? Representative, uh, <laughs> I'll promote you, Supervisor, Supervisor um, Wegleitner. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I'm just wondering if um, staff can walk me through the mechanics of this, because it looks like we're kind of giving our advanced um, approval of applying for the money, but then we will also have to accept and authorize it. Can you talk about the timeline a little bit and how that'll work? Between, between the city and us, we're trying to solve a problem that comes up every year. This uh, justice assistance grant comes out every summer 
from, from the federal government and it has a very short fuse as to when you can apply for it. It usually comes out, and I'm speculating, but it usually comes out like in late June and by the end of July we have to submit our application. And what we found in the past is that application has to have, we have to specify what that money is going to be used for. And the way it works is the City of Madison Police Department gets the grant and then the Sheriff's Office is a sub-grantee of that. But the application process has to specify what the money is going to be used for. So all this is doing is giving the county executive the authority to sign an MOU with the city of an agreement of what, what the, how the money is going to be split up so that we can submit that grant on time. Because what's happened in the past is we get those and we, we, we oftentimes don't have enough time or it's very rushed it's to, to get it to the county board and get the resolution approved before the grant application has to go in. So this is just an agreement between the city and the county as to how the funds would be split between the city and the county. When the grant's awarded, it would have to come back to the county board again to actually accept that grant? Um, I know I'm familiar with tight timelines as it relates to HUD applications, and um, sometimes what the funding bodies I've been on have done is sort of identify priorities. While they might not know the total amount of money that they can apply for, um, they might identify the priorities or what they expect based on last year or something like that. Is there um, a way the county board could have a sense of what that money would be well, the sheriff for would have, when we... The sheriff probably has a better idea of how that allocation is split yeah. up. I just know we've run into problems of them wanting the county executive to sign an agreement to go to, to when we haven't had county board approval. So this is just kind of trying to... Sure, I, I understand that, yeah. As soon as we learn that the grant is available, we meet with the city and come up with, you know, the priorities that will be identified under the grant and have an idea how much is going to be granted to us. But as Dave said, the issue that we've run into over the past several years is getting the signatures into uh, DOJ to get it underway we by no means has it ever been spent without getting approval from this body so um, I don't see an issue notifying you but we need I, I think we need to allow the county executive and the mayor to sign to get to apply and then come forward to this body to get final approval to, to receive it and to expend the resources um. And then when, the, when it comes back, um, if we get the grant award, um, it's not like we can change it at that point as to what it's going to be spent. No, on, we've identified right? what the priorities are. Um, because one of the grantees as part of this agreement is the drug court as well as the crime response program in the DA's office. So it's actually... Sheriff, Madison, DA, um, and the courts are recipients of these dollars. Okay. So um, you are you would be okay with um, at the time we that the um, agreement is signed, um, notifying the board that it's been signed and you know emailing us a copy of yeah. it. Yeah, no, that's no problem. I'm, I'm more than glad to appear and designate what our priorities among the four of us have 
been identified that it's in awaiting awarding and then move the resolution forward once it's received before we expend the resources. Thanks. Further discussion on resolution 665. Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it and resolution 665 is approved. Under M, items requiring a two-thirds majority for passage. We have items M1 to M6. Are there any requests for separation? Oh, so M2, any others? Supervisor Kiefer. Um, I believe it's M4, Res 660. Okay, so on items M1, M3, M5, and M6, um, those items do require a two-thirds majority for passage, and I'd like to record them as having passed unanimously. Is there any objection to them being so recorded? Seeing none, none items M1, M3, M5, and M6 will be so recorded. On item M2, Establishing operating and capital donation budget accounts for the Henry Vilas Zoo. What's before us is the Public Works and Transportation Committee's recommendation for approval. Is there discussion? Supervisor Levin. Just a question for the lead sponsor, Supervisor Erickson, if you'd yield. Yeah, left. Ah. All right, well. I'm sure the answer. The director is here. If you well, it, it isn't. It was more of a rhetorical question to uh, get at the fact that while these lines are now needed, uh, these contributions will not be uh, charitable or tax deductible, and uh, will probably, at, until we get a more long-term partner, um, we won't probably see a whole lot going into them. So, thanks. Thank you, Supervisor Levin. Is there further discussion on item M2, Resolution 649? Seeing none, this item does require a two-thirds majority for passage, and I'd like to record it as having passed unanimously. Is there any objection? It will be so recorded. On item M4, authorization, resolution 660, authorization to accept monetary donations for Sheriff's Office mobile alert notification application. What's before us is the Public Protection and Judiciary Committee's recommendation for approval. Is there discussion? Supervisor Kiefer. Um, question for the sheriff, which is, as I understand, the, the genesis of this is that somebody wants to give us $8,000. And my question is, who is the somebody who has apparently given us an $8,000 check? Um, this, uh, the app was placed into my budget uh, for 2019 and made the decision to go out and look for private donations rather than keep it in the budget. Um, and so I did, and uh, a gentleman by the name of David Wood, um, who has been a significant supporter of uh, Dane County and the Sheriff's Office has uh, stepped up and offered to pay the $8,000 cost of creating the uh, software that will be used in creating the app. I'm not a techie. Um, and then the, the maintenance cost for that. Do you have any idea what what motivation David Wood has for? It's just a little unusual. Someone wants to just 
give $8,000 to Dane County. So do you have any idea what was the motivation behind this $8,000? Well, if you remember the Beltline truck, we got $180,000 donated by business and private individuals. So I'm not surprised by it. I've, I happen to uh, like the idea of, of reaching out to public-private partnerships to take some of the burden off the board as well as taxpayers. Um, I think his motivation was that uh, he has been a supporter of the sheriff's office, uh, county government, and that's the extent of his motivation. He was asked if he would help contribute, and he stepped up to pay the 8000 Thank you. Um, so just speaking to it, I, I am going to vote in favor of it, but I, I want to point out that there, there's a reason why we have a law that says if the county is going to accept money from whoever, we have to approve it, and we should always know who that person is or who that entity is and make sure there's not some, um, some concern about accepting money from the outside. And here it sounds like it's uh, perfectly legitimate as far as I could see. And I think it's great that David Wood has stepped forward to, to do that. But I would encourage uh, whoever in the future writes these resolutions, if there's going to be these gifts given, I think there should be disclosure of who that person is. The resolution did not say where this $8,000 was coming from. Thank you, Supervisor Keeper. Is there further discussion on Resolution 660? Seeing none, this does require a two-thirds majority for passage, and I'd like to record it as having passed unanimously. Is there any objection? Seeing none, it will be so recorded. Um, we are on to such other business as the county board is authorized to conduct by laws. You may recall these are um, items that we don't have to take action on. We just need to have an official record of them being in the county um, before the county board. Um, and we are now on to adjournment. Is there moved by Chenoweth, seconded by Ritt? Um, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and we are adjourned. And just as a reminder, next. Um, meeting. We're meeting at 6 o'clock for a tour of the biogas um, facility, and so we will meet at the East Highway Garage, and there'll be a bus to take us there, and then we'll come back and have our meeting at the East Highway Garage.